0: Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a
1: podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on notlg.com, episode 157, The Reboss Operation. My name is Johnny, joining me as he does every time we try to put together a cube is my good friend taylor taylor hello hello how are you uh, i'm doing pretty well i just got back from las vegas that's right um i was attending a wrestling event which you can hear all about on this week's episode of tornado tag radio um it was a whirlwind of a trip but it was a lot of fun and um yeah, uh what else what else happened to me recently? Uh in doing that, I somehow finally breached 1000 followers on on the old Twitter.
0: Wow. Your just your your influencer levels are increasing.
1: It finally happened. <laughs> um and I, I don't know how, but it it happened during the wrestling event I was in. So uh, I'm feeling feeling pretty good about that. Right on. Yeah. How about you? How have you been?
0: I've been good. Uh, I had a very productive weekend on the bus. I installed a new stereo, new speakers, a tachometer. And have you ever, you've seen, you know, cars where somebody's done their own tint job and it gets all kind of bubbly. Yes. Under the window and how just cheap that looks. Yes. Well, there, there was one window in the bus that was like that. And it was a, you know, it was a darker tint, so the bubbles were really obvious. And it just, I'm like, this is going to be miserable. I have to pay somebody to remove this crap. Well, Monday, for whatever reason, it just hits me. I'm like, you know what? Let me just try just a test spot of some Goo Gone, and then I'll gently hit it with, like, a, a razor blade. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, it came off. So huh. I did a little bit more, did a little bit more, and I'm like, wow. Man, when I'm, when I'm ready to do this, I can I can get this whole window done. Yeah, three and a half hours later, the whole window's done. <laughs> <laughs> My fingertips hate me with that. Oh, no. Oh, they're better today, but wow, did they hurt yesterday.
1: Yikes, that is a lot.
0: But it's done, and I'm not going to complain. It, it looks so much better, and I didn't scratch the glass. Oh, perfect. I know. That's great. I know. So, yeah, things are... Things are doing real good. we got some warm weather coming up this weekend, so I'm kind of like, all right, what projects can I do where I'm not in the sun all day? But oh, we Chelsea.
1: you have some warm weather. I need to, oh boy, I need to check that out.
0: I know, right? We've had some weird weather. Although, I shouldn't, I mean, I shouldn't make plans just yet, because we are fastly approaching the triple threat, the birthdays of my mom, Echo, and Amber, all back to back to back. Oh, back. boy. Beginning of June, yeah. The old trifecta. The trifecta indeed. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. In fact, I should say a very happy and public happy birthday to your fiancé, who just turned 30.
1: Oh, thank you. Yes, that was, um, man, you know what? Sometimes I forget, Taylor, that we are recording these uh, biweekly. Yes. And it gets away from me sometime. But, yeah, I mean, uh, Lauren just turned 30. We had a fantastically themed create your own wrestler
0: that is such a great um, i love the pictures of you guys that came out of it i mean everybody has neat stuff
1: yeah it was it was a lot of fun it was a very awesome. uh, very good party and we had a ton of fun excellent yeah excellent um so before we get into uh, apparently pronounce the reboss operation
0: yeah thank you very much garen
1: yes thank you uh, we uh, got some good old who knows?
0: Indeed, we do. So Paul McGann, everybody's favorite Eighth Doctor, in fact, probably the only Eighth Doctor, uh, is actually part of a three-part series on the BBC uh, called Victorian Sensations that explores the technological, techn, technological, Sure, why not? It's been an evening already. Technological advances of that era, and I bring it up only because if you go and look at the picture of Paul McGann. Um, in this, he has got these big old um, uh, goggles on. It looks very steampunk um, and just, it looks like a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness, that was great. Yes. It just popped up and I was like, oh boy, that's Yes, great. it popped up and I went,
0: oh quick, mute site, mute site," because yes, then everyone will get to hear it. So yes. Go, go check out the show notes and, and check that out. Um, now, John, you said you have... A, VR headset. Have you seen the the Doctor Who VR thing that's already been released? Um, no, I can't I, remember the name of from the life of me right.
1: Now. Um, honestly, I'm not a big fan of VR. I think we've we've gone over that. I'm not really mm-hmm. not really into it. So, no, I have not.
0: Okay, no worries. Well, you might want to check it out come September because Doctor Who: The Edge of Time. Which apparently you have to say it just like that. Oh. Is coming to VR in September. And this is not just a you get to watch the doctor do something. This is literally like a proper game. You you will get to uh, dive into the show in a whole new way. There wow. Are Daleks. There are uh, uh, Weeping Angels. Oh. Um, Jody. There is, uh, you know, you can use the Sonic screwdriver. Um, you have to gather crystals to repair space and time. Gosh, that really sounds familiar. That I sounds like I've heard this idea somewhere before. Oh, huh, weird. I can't remember where, though. I don't know what sort of uh, polygon they might make if you fit them all together. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah, what I'm hoping, what I'm really hoping is that something in the VR can sense you know, where you're looking or if your eyes are open or something, and the weeping angels react accordingly.
1: Ooh. Which in
0: VR would be honestly terrifying.
1: Yeah, absolutely terrifying.
0: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, there's a short trailer that you can check out uh, via the show notes. Um, I don't know. I mean, I know this is supposed to be the year where we don't get any new Doctor Who, but we're kind of sort of getting some new Doctor Who, and I'm okay with that.
1: Oh, yeah, I think we we should all be okay with that.
0: Yeah, and we'll also include a uh, link to a story on Android Central where here's what we do and don't know about the edge of time. Oh, cool. Once you've seen the trailer, you can kind of get a little bit deeper on that if you want to. Awesome. Yeah. Speaking, though, of New Doctor Who. Yes. We actually got official, legit, this is not leaked, this is officially released, uh, glimpses of season 12. and we are going to see the return of the Jadoon. The Jadoon coming back. And indeed. The Jadoon, not on the moon, but in Gloucestershire. Yes. Um and, and apparently the, the Jadoon with a Mohawk. Yeah, very I cool don't looking. Know if they're starting a band or just what, but I would I would listen to Jadoon Punk.
1: Very edgy Jadune Punk, yes. Yes. Um <laughs> yeah, this is really exciting. Um these are the I guess the first images from season twelve.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, the, fir- the first official ones, I've seen some other, you know, behind-the-scenes that, like, fans have shot. Right. It's more of just, oh, here's the stuff way off the distance. This is, you know, proper...
1: Yeah, this is... Yeah, proper release stuff. This is great. Um, Yeah, I'm very excited about this. I, I uh, wrote an article on a site that I'm writing for currently called uh, thathashtagshow.com. Yep. You can check out all my writings there. And um, I... In my research found out that um they've technically only headlined o- one episode. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah,
0: I I want to say that they were in the
1: background. They've been easter eggs another? and background characters. Okay. And maybe have been like cameo appearances, but the only time they've ever had their own episode was um uh Smith and really? Jones. Yeah. Smith and Jones. That was right. the only time and that was very surprising to me. But, you know, cuz they have had the uh the um the cameos and other mm-hmm. things. Um that is why we don't think that they haven't only had that one episode, but this is great. I'm excited. Um, you know, a newer old character, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, should be a good time.
0: Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm 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 excited. I want to see more hints of what we might see in season twelve. Give us at least one more. I don't want to say classic monster because I think of the not. I don't think of the Judon as a classic monster. It's a new who monster. A familiar uh, foe. A familiar foe. Give us. I don't know. Um, I would say give us Omega. But sadly, the actor uh, Stephen Thorne, who has played. Yeah legendary, Omega, Azal from the Daemons. um oh. Eldred from uh, the Hand of Fear. Oh. Uh, I, yeah, like some very, very, very iconic Doctor Who baddies. He has passed away at the age of 84.
1: Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, long life and uh great villain.
0: Indeed, yes. I mean, please, I mean, Omega, Omega. one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, he's the best.
0: Uh, and, and is all, I mean, I love any episode where we get the master throwing arms. Yeah, man. And, and here was our demon guy. Who yeah. Chroma key, you know, grew to giant size. Yeah. That was good stuff. <laughs> so much fun i love that story oh man Damon's. Oh. i know i know i know rest rest in peace rest in, rest in peace,
1: peace now um hold on i'm looking at the day i'm looking at some of the daemons uh of them <laughs> there's there's our uh, master throwing up the horns that's um, right is is Damon's the one that opens in the tomb with the kids or is that a different one <sighs>
0: Gosh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my. If head.
1: you don't remember, it's fine because I there was there were some tombs in this that looked familiar, but that's fine.
0: Oh, oh, in in uh, Rewis operation, yes, yes, I I agree. Those tombs do look familiar, and I would not be surprised if that was a reused and relit. That uh, <laughs> we can discuss that.
1: Yes, we can, and I guess we can uh, discuss that now.
0: <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm open. So oh, far.
1: all right, great. You got you got some time i got some time. Let's talk. Okay, great. Uh, This week we watched the uh, Reboss Operation, starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Mary Tam as Romana, I guess, One. Um, Yes. John Leeson as the voice of K-9, Cyril Luckham as the White Guardian, and Ian Cuthberson as Garen. Very
0: good. Yeah. Nicely done.
1: Thank you. Written by Robert Holmes and directed by George Spenton Foster. It first aired September 2nd through September 23rd, 1978, and it is the first story of season 16 and of the big, bigger overarching storyline, The Key to Time. That's
0: right. The first story in the Key to Time series.
1: Yes. And we have, oh, I just, well, we got some story notes, and I already told you the first one. That's on, all right. On accident. Well, Taylor, That's take it all away. Right.
0: I, we, we now see how closely John rereads the notes before we start the <laughs> story. Uh, and I'd like to just point out that this, uh, this uh, story aired during the point where I turned two years old, just to give you an idea oh. of just how old I am. Uh, I mean, how old the story is. Anyway, so yes, the story does mark the beginning of the quest to the key to time. All the stories in season 16 were linked to this theme, and this is the first time a story arc encompassed an entire season.
1: Mmm. Yep. Really? Yes. It's pretty late in the game here, I guess. You would think. Oh, you know, because I'm thinking of um, of Troughton's end story as apparently an entire season, because it's 40 episodes
0: long. Well, it because like it, it's, you know, 10 episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love talking working titles, so this working titles for this story include Operation. Okay. Not the goofy game for W Doctors. Right. The, the Rebo File. Mm-hmm. And the Galactic Con Man.
1: The Galactic Con Man. That's great, but I mean, uh, no.
0: <laughs> and I don't even think putting Doctor Who and in front of it helps it.
1: Doctor Who and the Galactic, the Galactic Con, Con Man. Man. That's funny. Uh, but no.
0: No. No. No, thank you. Um, so this story was the last season opener to introduce a new companion until Rose came along in 2005. Oh! So, yeah. Yeah. Although the Ward takes over as Romana in the following series opener, she's still the same character, so they don't technically count it. Right. Right. All of the following companions were introduced either midway through or at the end of the season. Huh. Interesting. Yep. Now, get ready for this, because I'm so glad that they didn't go this route. Um, but originally, the shortened form of Romana's full name was to be Romy. There's no special edition DVD text, and I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah, me too. I would have picked Fred over Romy. I would have too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, Liz Sladen, who, as Sarah Dane Smith was last seen in The Hand of Fear, which Mm -hmm. we recently talked about, uh, was approached to return to this series as a replacement for Leela, who had left in The Invasion of Time. Now, when Liz Sladen declined the offer, the character of Romana was created instead. Interesting. Yeah, I never knew that before. Huh? That
1: is that is good information, and I, yeah, I did not know that.
0: That would have been kind of interesting. I think that that, if I'm not mistaken, that would have been the first time that a companion returned.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah after after some sort of an absence, yes, well,
0: yes, not like
1: a story
0: or an episode, yes. Yeah, um, and so lastly, oh, oh dear, I just noticed something, I'm going to have to do something on the fly tonight. Uh, oh. From this story until the horns of Naimon, the doctor wears an extra long scarf, which is the remaining portion of the original scarf, plus the stunt scarf. There's a stunt scarf sewn together. Wait, what? Yes. A stunt
1: scarf? A stunt scarf. I don't even know, we could do an <laughs> entire episode on... What exactly a Doctor Who stunt scarf is. Right. I don't... Oh, this included a considerably shorter stunt scarf for action sequences. Oh.
0: So it was shorter
1: for... That's amazing. Yes. What? That is... I am just... The show we love, Taylor. I know, right? It's just the greatest show. They have a stunt scarf.
0: They have a stunt scarf.
1: That is... So crazy. All right, Taylor. Well, I mean, as always, (laughs) you have written your synopsis in invisible ink.
0: I I have. Yes. We have a white background on our Google notes and I have done it in white text and Uh all it says is stunt scarf. Oh, well, no, I'm I'm kidding. Perfect. I'm kidding. kidding. Um, no, I literally watched it toward the end of last week thinking that the weekend was going to be busy. The weekend was busy. Um, and I've completely forgotten to write it, so I'm going to freestyle
1: it. All right, go for it.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Doctor and um, K-9 find themselves in Jurassic Park and meet John Hammond, who tells them that he's the White Guardian, and they need to go find pieces of his um, key to time, which is very polygonal, I'm making up words now. Polygonal. Polygonal? Polygonal. Very polygonal. So that's why I'm saying polygonal. I'm moving the syllable of the... Anyway. Right. Yeah. So that thing. But in order to help him complete his mission, he's been given a new companion in the form of a sassy time lady. And together, they land themselves in the land of Ribos, uh, which is currently, apparently, quote unquote, for sale... And if you believe that, I've got a bridge in Gallifrey to sell you.
1: Well, also, you would have a bridge on Reboss to sell us.
0: Yes, in fact, <laughs> I've got the whole of Reboss.
1: All the bridges on Reboss.
0: All the bridges Okay. Of okay. <laughs> I'm never going to freestyle. Never again, huh? No, I'm not. See, you make a mistake once and you learn from well,
1: it. Well, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we all all have to learn from our mistakes. Unfortunately for some of the characters on Doctor Who, they cannot learn from their mistakes because they ultimately die. Um, oh, yes. As <laughs> is uh, Oy. all right. So, um reboss operation. So, w- the reason I think one of the reasons I picked this is because um when we went to Gallifrey and they were doing the the death match for um seasons. Yes. A lot of people um look to this season and they were trying real hard to get this uh to put this through because they said that this uh you know the overarching story was great but uh reboss operation was an underrated story. Um and I
0: would have to agree with that for the most part. I absolutely will agree that it is underrated. I literally loved this episode so much really i did i loved this whole story i
1: you know i i don't i think i might have been underselling it i also really enjoyed it i mean if we're just talking you know generally about the story i thought um it felt like none of the characters were were like there just to be there agreed um they all kind of felt flushed out even if they didn't get a lot of screen time agreed um i thought the um (laughs) <laughs> the comedic aspects really hit. Yes. I um, don't have any n- notes for the music, but I enjoyed it. So, you know, if you don't have any notes, then usually you enjoyed it's,
0: it. It's typical Fourth Doctor era music, and there's actually not a lot of it.
1: Yeah, there is, a, there is not a lot of music going on. Um, and, I mean, yeah, it was just, um, and it's the start of, you know, a very long story arc and I, I mean, yeah, this is a very good story.
0: No, it, it really is. It's, it's a solid story. They don't try to do too much. Um, I, I completely agree. Uh, the, the characters feel well fleshed out. There's not too many characters cluttering up the story. I, I think it literally is the right number of characters for the story. There isn't anyone that feels superfluous. Um, I kind of wish K-9 had gotten a little more screen time. Yeah. It's kind of sad that we see him in the beginning, and we don't really see him again until, I think, episode three.
1: Yeah, he is not around that much. He's there Me. at the beginning when we're, we, uh, you know. But also, I think that's fine, because at the beginning, uh, the Doctor is trying to fix, like, the dog whistle. Yes. And then that comes in handy later, and it's like, oh, okay, that's fine.
0: Right, and it also gives us the first couple episodes to kind of set up this new dynamic between him and Romana.
1: Oh, which is, um, let's just start there. Okay. I, um, obviously, uh, well, I guess we really can't start there. Okay. Because we have to figure out how these two are put together. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, um, Doctor in the TARDIS, hanging out with K-9, um, lights go out in the TARDIS, and then... The TARDIS door opens, and we are hit with the brightest light of all time. (laughs) Yes, I love this. And organ music, which this is just a great open. I loved how the lights went out in the TARDIS. They didn't just kind of go out. They kind of faded a little bit. Uh Like, we are losing power. And, it, it, um, it
0: literally, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like it's, it was one of those behind the scene moments where they reached the end of the filming day at 10 o'clock and oh, they shut the lights
1: Yes, off. absolutely. That's what we were, they're like, we should use that actually on film one time. Exactly. Um, and, uh, he exit, well, okay. He exits the, uh, he exits the TARDIS after, um, somebody is saying, you know, he's saying you need to come here. I have a mission, uh... And he goes, it, the realization when he says only a guardian could, and he's like, Oh man, it is yep. a guardian it was great stuff. Obviously, Tom yep. Baker, you know, we, we all know and love. We know what he does. It's, it's great at all times. Um, he exits, goes into, uh, this Tropicana paradise,
0: right? This is uh, John Hammond from Jurassic Park. Yes. This Tell de- me I'm wrong.
1: This de- no, you were not wrong. This desert paradise, man in all white with a nice
0: hat. And a, a wicker chair. A wicker chair? My God, that chair. I swear, like, my uncle or my grandma or somebody had a chair just oh, like that. Oh, I think most of us had. Uh, Probably. Uh, yeah, for sure. He needs a mid julep, though.
1: <laughs> yes, he does. Oh, my goodness. He
0: needs a mid julep and a bad Southern accent.
1: And he basically gives this mission to the doctor and says, hey, key of time. You heard of it? Well... We gotta put it back together, bud. And guess what? You got a new companion with you. I've picked them for you, apparently, because I can do that. I'm the guardian. Also, there's a black guardian. Don't worry about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ign- ignore that concept, just because it might be me.
1: <laughs>
0: what? What? You read Tars? But yeah, uh, uh, I didn't. I didn't know that. Well, I mean, <laughs> why? Why wouldn't a black guardian be like? Oh, I'm not the black guardian.
1: I'm the Tardis. I mean, yeah, Tardis, I kind of have a wicker chair. I kind of gathered that.
0: I have a goatee. Trust the goatee. Right? <laughs> goatees are trustful,
1: right? So, whoa. Well, I mean, the master. Um, exactly. Okay, so uh, we get back into the TARDIS, and let's let us now talk about uh, this Roma, Romana uh, Doctor um, friendship. It is, um, it's something to behold.
0: Uh, it really is, and and I, you know, I have to admit, and this is. Um, I'm going to admit that this is really probably not the most uh, PC thing for me to say, but uh, oh, What a reveal! Hey, hey! I don't. Um, uh, I sweet yeah, city, boy. I guess. I you know that is quite the outfit. I wouldn't think to choose white to go uh, running all over creation in, but that's you know. Well, everybody has I, their fashion.
1: I mean, if you are transferred to a TARDIS by the White Guardian,
0: oh, good point.
1: Um. But yeah, we're off to we're off to a rocky start immediately. Oh um, it is uh, it's great. Their their comedic timing is fun. Their little jokes, the call me Fred thing, mm-hmm. uh, is great. Um, obviously, it's one upsmanship through and through. But I mean, they work together very well. They're both obviously. I mean. You know, it, it the show is called Doctor Who, so of course the Doctor, for for the most part, when Ramo, Ramana thinks she's uh, a bit of a know-it-all, mm-hmm. um, she is rightfully sometimes. Oh, Doctor, how did you know that? And he's like, Oh, I'm top billing, and then just walks away.
0: Um, yeah, <laughs> I have to say though, her sass is subtle and I love
1: it's it. great. It's so, so- good i'm very uh she was only around for this season she was which is a bummer but i'm glad we are i guess spoiler alert gonna go on this journey
0: um yeah it does kind of look i mean we've already done pirate planet um i will put a link to that episode in the show notes if you haven't already heard it or want to go back and revisit it before we jump into uh the next story which i've already picked so yes yes,
1: and then we have we have official we we've, we've picked every story after this. I think, yeah, I around. think we've officially
0: said you know what? Let's just do the key to time. The yeah, next, we're, uh, we're gonna weeks. figure
1: it out. Yep. It's gonna be great. Um, anyway. Yeah, but I I just really enjoyed. It. There was the bit of the one-upsmanship, but also they worked together very well as a team very quickly. So I guess the um the the guardian knew what he was talking about.
0: I, I presume so. Yeah. yeah, I mean I still I, I literally I ran back and had her pronounce her name a few times and I cannot pronounce it for the life of me really the way that she pronounces
1: Oh yes, it is it is something else. It is very long.
0: It, it just the way it rolls off her tongue I can't possibly do. I tried.
1: <laughs> I am glad there was
0: no one in my office when I tried that, but
1: Oh my goodness. I tried and I failed miserably. Well, I mean you tried. Ramon, better than Colin uh, Raman, nope. Ram, Ramana Devora De Treloon, nope.
0: Ramana Devora Treloona.
1: That's a who made this? Uh, we don't know.
0: I, I don't know, but I do kind of want to smack them around with a trout.
1: Yeah, I mean, we only used it for a bit, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Ramana won. Great. I am excited to to go on this journey. Uh, throughout her time on this show, I hope uh it keeps up. I, why did she leave the show? I guess we'll get to that. We'll get to that later on. Um, in a later episode, I guess.
0: I'm sure about?
1: Yeah, that'll be story notes for the the last episode. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, story, Let's let's uh double on back here. Story structure. We already talked about the opening. Um. Oh, graph. Oh. Yeah. I, you know, I was, this was, for me, I think you can tell, this is very old school note taking from me. This isn't as, uh, this isn't as the new school we've been doing. Um, but I I must say, it looks like I had a pretty good time and I can't confirm that I did. (laughs) Um, I mean, if you want to take it away with some stuff, I think your, your notes are way more structured and,
0: um, yeah, and, and, it's, and it is. It's harder to do this style when you've got, you know, a, a four-episode story. Yeah. You, it, you jump around all the time, but we'll do our best. I mean, really, truly, in terms of story, this is your classic, here's your mission structure. Yes. And you come up on the mission, right? There's a mystery. You got to find this. Here's a tool to help find this. You go and try to find this. And in the, in, in the midst of all that, you solve some other problem or yes. you affect some other people's lives. And of course this is um, supposed to be, you know, Garen's doing, it's, it's that classic, Oh, I'm going to do one last job. Yes. And then I'm out. You know, it's, it's all these very kind of classic tropes, um, but just done just nice and tight. I don't even think I had a problem with the pacing.
1: Right. No, anywhere. no, no, not at all. I had like, this was, yeah, I, I, this was a very, uh as they said on the panel, it was a very underrated story. It was uh, it was very flushed out, it was great, and there was no I don't remember ever being bored when watching this.
0: No, I definitely wasn't.
1: Yeah, there was there was a lot of good stuff. We had some great supporting characters in um in <laughs> in Garen and oh boy. how do you say his friend's name? Is it Unsoff Unstoff? Unstoff?
0: Yeah, that's how I pronounce it.
1: Unstoff. Um and I mean it's great because those two characters, we kind of run into them on accident because we, and when I say we, I mean Ramana the doctor and kind of canine, um, are, you know, we're trying to go get this piece of the key of time. Mm-hmm. And we run into these con artists who one is seemingly only cares about the con and the other one cares about the con, but he also seems to care about other things that are going on around him and in the end other people yes um and these two are great i love and it's so funny because we on podcastica in the last uh i'd say two to three episodes we have gone on the craziest journey of doctor who accents it's just (laughs) it's absolutely insane that we have gone just from the absolute state of these accents they're trying to use. And, and here I loved all of them. And it was great because it was con- even confusing to me to be like, was he using that accent before mm-hmm. um, as that character? And I'm like, what? I, I was getting very confused with the accents, which is, I assume, part of the con.
0: Yes. <laughs> exactly. And that, and that is, I mean, that just, that just all, feeds that whole you know we're 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 pulling a con We're literally trying to sell this guy an entire planet yes which is an entire planet selling planets y'all i think it's hilarious that we go from this story where they're trying to sell planets to the next story which we've already reviewed where the guy is capturing planets. wow this what are the odds a-
1: all planet-oriented stories for Tom I Baker. I have to wonder
0: what Stones of Blood and are.
1: It's about a, a stone planet. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, but Garen and Un- unstoffer they're both great. Um, I really enjoyed them. I'd say I enjoyed Garen more towards the end because... I mean, it, it was all comedic throughout, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he had... There were some lines that got me really good, and I... I usually don't like there. It's few and far between where I'm laughing really hard at stuff in Classic Who. That's not like, you know, unintentionally funny. But this dude had me. He got me two times. It was amazing. I laughed really, really hard when he (laughs) when he was like, I was going to make a touching speech, but speech. But my throat was too dry.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: when they're about to he's like trying to uh, fend off the uh, um graph and uh shellac which is the most unfortunate name of all time <laughs> right shellac oh boy um what was the other uh, he said something else horribly oh at the end i mean <laughs> the end of the episode when the doctor he's like let me see the uh the jethric one more time Oh, yes. They do this
0: little switcheroo.
1: They do a switcheroo thing, and then he says, Oh, is there no one you could trust these days? And it was just, (laughs) I was hoping the episode was going to end right there because that would have, if that was the end line, I would have been like, This is fantastic. Yeah. But I mean, regardless.
0: frame, roll credits over the picture.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's all you needed. But (laughs) it was great. I really liked our supporting characters. Um, and, yeah, um, I do have a question. Yes. And I think it was answered afterwards a little bit, but I just need confirmation.
0: Did the doctor kill Graf? Did he kill him? Um. Oh, yes, because he, he actually did a switcheroo of his own, placed this uh, you know, thermal detonator, whatever it is, on him. He ran off. He exploded. Yes. Yes, he did. Huh
1: interesting
0: a, a a moment of slight darkness in uh, an otherwise uh adventurous
1: Yeah as it were Well I mean I guess you do what you got to do when you got to get the key of time
0: Uh yeah I mean really and truly I I mean if you want to boil it down yeah you you're like look uh all of time and space is in danger if I don't get this. Uh, spoilers, folks. The key ton is 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 disguised as this piece of jeffrey.
1: Oh yes, it's like which is a
0: rare mineral.
1: It's it's so strange. It is. It's absolutely uh so strange. So um let's um let's move on to music. I like I said don't really have. I don't have a lot of notes. I noticed the music was there. Um, but I wasn't like blown away by anything. Uh, Taylor, how about you?
0: Uh, it, it, like I said before, it, it really is typical Fourth Doctor music. There's not a ton of it. It doesn't push its way through the story, um, but it is there. It serves the story, and it doesn't break any new ground.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you know, it's there.
0: It's there. It's fine. I didn't hate it. There you go.
1: Didn't didn't hate it. Didn't have any notes about it.
0: Pretty much.
1: Um, now the directing, I actually only have, uh, one note, but I mean, I. Do tell. Yeah. Um, I, I think, you know, as a whole, it was, it was very well directed. I thought nothing, you know, nothing really seemed out of place. There was nothing too crazy. I think the only thing that actually, and I assume this is a dr- directorial note. Um, when the, the guardian is telling me what the key to time is and okay. describing it. And then we got that overlay of what it looks like. I was like, he yes. just told me what it was. Why am I seeing it again? And it looked weird, but that, you know, probably just me being picky, but I will say in that same, uh, scene, there is this wide shot of the guardians. I just call it his place. Yeah. And it's just um, it's a really long, wide shot, and he—it's just them having a conversation, and um, it was really nice looking. I just really liked uh that they were like, we worked on this hard. Let's show it for a really long time. (laughs) Yeah, in a wide shot.
0: Yeah, his 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 desert sound stage, uh, uh, palisade, as it were, is it's 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 interesting because there there is that element of the surreal uh, that surrounds him. This this almost like, you know, I'm so all powerful that I can just appear in this place and I've got my chair and I've got my sunshade, and I've got my mint julep and I've got my, you know, Colonel Sanders outfit or whatever. Uh, (laughs) And, and it, and it's just that thing. And I, and I'm trying to think, I I can kind of see in my head, you know, some, and I can't think of some other film kind of from that era that has, shot kind of like that and i don't think it's like 2001 or something like that but there is this this kind of wide shot that i could almost see in my head with with a similarly surreal uh setting you know here's this place and here's this thing that does not belong to this place and i'm doing a crap job of describing <laughs> this anyway moving
1: no on. that's fine but yes uh, i get moving on Mo- moving on because i don't have any directorial stuff I do have a lot of cost, uh, costume stuff.
0: Yes. My... Oh my gosh. Let's talk about these costumes, please, because I have words and they want out. I I loved these costumes.
1: Yes. I loved everything that was happening. Uh, I, I I do have notes for the um, our monster, which kind of, sort of, not really showed up. I believe it's uh, called the Shrivenzale.
0: Yes, Zale, which is uh, near both Greendale and Riverdale, if I'm not mistaken.
1: <laughs> oh, interesting.
0: It's all kind of this little tri-city area they it's
1: have. A bunch of zale. A bunch of, yeah,
0: sure. Is there a zales there as well? <laughs> there is. Oh, interesting. There is. I just I love that we get a floppy monster.
1: Yes. And, I mean, at first we, we get, and actually, now that I'm thinking of it, we have the very funny line that makes no sense when we see... The uh, other Shriven sale later is that this one that we see that is guarding all the gold and treasure
0: yes. is
1: a baby, but it's huge.
0: Yeah, and bloodthirsty, apparently.
1: Uh, Okay, so, yeah, it's covered in blood, which is <laughs> amazing, first of all. Yeah. And yeah. Um, it has, like, this eye that's opening and closing, and it, you know, it was a good practical effect. It looked very, very mm-hmm. convincing. It was good stuff. Um, and the one in the cave, on the other hand,
0: <laughs> which
1: we are supposed to, I mean, I guess we're supposed to believe if the shriven sale that's in the, uh, in the crown jewel, that's room. in the cran- crown jewel room is a baby, then this one is supposed to be bigger, but it is way smaller, way, uh, way, way the smaller. Runt of the litter. Hmm.
0: It's the runt of the litter.
1: Oh, okay. Um, and it is just man in suit at its best. <laughs>
0: crawling yes. around. Oh my god.
1: It was very funny.
0: It was great. I I, I loved it so much. Um, you know, I'll hail the Shrivenzale.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh. That might Is that a Did you make that an alternate an alternate title?
0: I I didn't because that just came out of my head. I I kind of liked the 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 first one I have. The first uh, one's very uh, good as well. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Um uh, So yeah, the sh- the Shriv the Shrivenzale um goodness gracious um yeah. now this is not really a costume note from me so i will skip it for now
0: okay because i've got some costume notes that i like. To
1: I also have some costume notes but i'm skipping this note that is just randomly in my costume notes All should right. have probably been somewhere else but um
0: so much fur yes <laughs> this is this is one of those things where, like, it, it, as I'm watching it, it doesn't click with me at first. But the more that I see these characters interact, I'm like, okay, so the BBC costume department went, okay, we have to come up with outfits for this world. What do we have? And the guy looks around and goes, well, we got Henry VIII era, and we got some old Mongol hats. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. Let's smash them together.
1: And they uh, they I surely did
0: what this is
1: yeah maybe some viking kind of stuff going on
0: too it might be a little bit in there too but i feel like i i feel like the outfits themselves like i, I look at what garen is wearing um because he's, he's <laughs> he, a little bit more portly and i i just see like king henry VIII, and then he's got a big fur jacket and literally a Mongol hat yes and i'm like okay it's amazing smack those together and it works i mean it works fine
1: yes oh so good. I mean, yeah. and I feel like uh there was one character, I believe he was a captain. He was the one who was holding like the gold eagle staff. Yes. And he had this um he was dressed in all black. Yes. And he had the big like poofy hat. Mm-hmm. Um and he had a giant collar. It was uh it was great. He looked amazing. Yeah. All of his guards looked great too.
0: And I I loved the um the staffs that they were carrying that had the kind of, um, almost like, uh, uh round, but slightly spiky. I'm doing this hand thing and nobody can see it. <laughs> it's not doing anybody, any good, uh, kind of crystal at the top. And I think, I think they used it to like turn on and off the lights and it might've actually shot, uh, It shot someone uh, at the end. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It? Those I, thought, things... I, I just, I loved the look. Yeah. Those things were cool. Those things, those things were really neat.
1: And I mean, uh, um, Shalak had he had like a gold-plated armor thing going on yes, and I feel with like a, with a randomly placed fleur-de-lis
0: as a nose guard yes oh my goodness I'm so yes. distracted by that every time I saw he... it because it was slightly offset yes just slightly offset oh my which
1: goodness which might
0: explain why he's got that scar in his
1: face I mean maybe and then we had um, Graf who he had like uh, he had, like, this smaller hat, but he had, you know, this gold chest plate, and it, yep. there was fur. Uh, believe you me, there was fur all over it. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at this fleur-de-lis fleur right now. It's, right? What are we doing?
0: It's just, it's like, we have this helmet. Well, we need to, give. let's give him a nose guard. Well, I, I got this fleur de lis that broke off this one. Ah, oh, that's perfect. Give it to me. It's not quite <laughs> straight. Ah, it's okay. No one will notice. Yeah, we got this.
1: I also love... Um, the The guards that look like they're from Monty Python the like the Knight, yes, yes, they all
0: look like the Black Knight, yes, yes,
1: and of course, fantastic. the doctor is wearing one of them at the end, yeah, um, uh, but yeah, outfits in this were were something else, and I mean, oh, you know, we were talking about Ramana's outfit earlier, but how sweet was that hood she was wearing, yes, it was like a feathery white hood,
0: it was like a giant feather boa meets a shawl
1: yeah it was awesome i thoroughly enjoyed that as well but i think we need to now talk about um the ruler of all costumes
0: okay hold on hold on let me just double check because i thought i had something else to say oh I, w- I will say this that that um i was quite impressed by romana's boots yes those were like you know people talk about like strappy this is like super strappy oh yeah like wow mm-hmm. i had never noticed those before anyway
1: um, we need to talk about our soothsayer and our yes. our clairvoyant, um, the, 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 seeker, the Seeker, who is, I mean, the absolute. I, my first note is, look at this. Yes. That's my first note. Um, this headdress is something else. The um, whole
0: thing, it's so different from literally everybody else.
1: Yes. Um, that it
0: just, like, I don't know, to make it sound like I'm on HGTV, it just makes it pop that much more.
1: Yeah, she's just like. Screaming and doing all this crazy stuff. Um, and she says various, uh, she says, Seek, Seeker, and Seeking like 8,000 times.
0: And at no point does she get the golden snitch, getting 150 points and ending the story.
1: It's very true. This never happens. <laughs> never um, happens. The, the makeup's pretty crazy. I mean, the design of this character is great. Um, I love the headdress. The headdress is, is just something else. Yeah.
0: I, I, I'm, I'm going to say it now. If somebody goes and watches this episode and, and is going to Gallifrey 1 next year, or or any con, I'm just saying Gallifrey 1 because I'm going to Gallifrey 1 next year. Yes. We need The Seeker as a cosplay. Oh, yes. This, this needs to happen. I've seen some awesome Fourth Doctor era cosplays of, of you know, um... You know, non-main characters. This is one that I think needs. Oh to yeah, where's the? I secret? mean, I'd love to see Garen and Unstopp. Somebody do Garen and Unstopp. In fact, I know somebody who who would make a great Garen, and I had mentioned it to you on Twitter, but I won't I won't say it out loud here.
1: Oh yes, yes you will not.
0: Be that as it may. Anyway,
1: <laughs> yes. And well, let's see here. That's all I got for costumes. But you know what? Let's double back because I did have a note in here. Hmm. And I was sitting here, and I guess it kind of goes with the visual effects. It was a tool we were using throughout the episodes. Yes, let's talk about this thing. So, I could not, for the life of me... Do they name this thing?
0: Um, Other than, like, the key to time Geiger counter?
1: Yeah, whatever that thing is.
0: I don't know. I don't think it actually gets a proper name. I could be wrong.
1: So... Yeah, I could also be wrong. I'm trying to find it and see. Just scroll through. But um, this thing, I was looking at this thing, and it's it, it basically yeah, it guides them to where they need to go. It makes some, you know, the radioactive, don't go over here, or your face will melt. Noise, um, kind of sound as they're teetering around with it. And I'm I'm looking at this this thing, and I go, this I've seen this before. I've seen this type of it looks like a light up kind of stick thing um, mm-hmm. but the lights don't go all the way up it looks like they're kind of separated a little bit and I'm like where have I seen this this thing and it was driving me crazy and I'm like it looks like a light up wand toy but it looks like if you remove the top of that toy that's what this would look like and then halfway through I think episode three I went oh my god I figured it out Taylor and it's even more fitting because it is indeed part of doctor who lore kind of um there is a doctor who create your own sonic screwdriver kit i have it and i believe and i could be wrong but i don't think i am the little cylindery part and i'm looking at it right now yeah it looks like a bigger version of that
0: I will agree with that.
1: Okay. I was, I was just losing my mind. <laughs> I was like, what is this thing? Why can I not figure it out? And
0: there it is. It's part of It's part of Doctor Who. That's exactly what that is. I mean, really, it looks like something where you could be like, you know what? I'm going to run down to tap plastics, spend $3.55, and make one of these.
1: Oh, you could absolutely. Or you could just buy this great kit. Make your own it Sonic Screwdriver. It's so fun. I love it. It. Is,
0: it is the kit that I use to make the uh, Sonic Screwdriver complete with bathroom key from my quote-unquote Seven Eleven cosplay.
1: Oh, character. perfect. Yes. Fantastic. So, yeah.
0: mystery solved
1: on that end. I guess we can <laughs> move into uh, to visual effects. I really don't have anything. We had two pretty... I mean, we talked about... Um, our monster of the week, the, uh, the shriven Zale. We talked about that. Yep. Um, and I mean, graphs, laser gun thing, and then canine melts some rocks. That's pretty much the only two things. I would also say that, um, I mean, just visually, um, this open is probably one of my favorite opens of, uh, all of doctor who
0: definitely,
1: um, sound. I don't got anything for sound.
0: It sounded fine to me. Yep. Set
1: design. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I love the Guardian's place. We've talked about it at length already, so I don't really know if we have to do that no. anymore. Uh we all know I am a sucker for a set that has some snow on it. So I loved when we were hanging outside in the snow trying to get down into the uh to where all the gold was.
0: Yeah, this is true. Who knew? Who knew that uh, uh Reboss was the the actual setting for Game of Thrones?
1: Yes, apparently so. I mean, we d- we didn't even miss Game of Thrones because we watched uh The Remus <laughs> Operation.
0: That's right. We even have our sort of dragon-y looking thing. So That's true. Oh, good.
1: Oh my goodness. And untimely deaths? Yes. Wow. This had Traxed everything. Wow. Uh, wow. Who needs Game of Thrones? Whatever. Exactly. Although, you know, I'm kind of craving a Starbucks now. Oh. Yeah. And a and a water bottle? That's right. Hey.
0: only mean, knows what else that people yeah. actually didn't find?
1: Who knows? Um, Hall of the Dead. Uh, yeah, pretty the creepy. And this, yeah, these were the catacombs that I mentioned way earlier that looked very familiar. Um, I almost thought they were from Shada, but I don't remember if that's how Shada began. It's, it's really, know. um, it's getting hard for me to piece all these episodes together, Taylor. Mm-hmm. But we these them a lot. These tombs, and if anyone can remind us, and I, I, I assume uh, Mike will remind us. Hello, Mike.
0: Hey, Mike.
1: It's um with the two kids who can't afford to, or they don't want to stay in the hostel, so they they're like, let's sleep in these oh.
0: tombs. Oh no, no, no! That that's um fifth doctor story. Oh, it is a fifth. Tegan's cousin or nephew. Oh, yes. Um, um, Well, it's Tegan's first story, right? No, it's not. It's not, because Tegan's first story is Legopolis. Um, Oh, okay. Um, This is Fifth Doctor, and we get, like, Doppelganger Fifth Doctor, and they're running around Amsterdam. Yeah. God save me. What episode episode is that? Fuck! it's killing me now. (laughs) Anyway. Let's keep talking about this story, and I will find out what story it is because I'm going to bring up our episode. Please.
1: Yeah, because I cannot remember for the life of me. Uh, yeah, keep going. It's it's going to kill me. But Hall uh, uh, the Dead, the candles, super dark and creepy. All the catacomb stuff was pretty uh, pretty creepy looking, and also as we have just said, familiar. Um, I mean, I. I... We were in the same couple of uh, oh I loved I loved the uh, the room with all the uh, the gold and treasure in it. I thought that was a simple looking set piece. It, you know, did what it did what it had to do. Um it was it was a good time.
0: I think it was Arc of Infinity.
1: Arc of Infinity.
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Ark of Infinity.
0: Wait
1: a yes. Oh, it's an o- omega story.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah synchronicities man synchronicities
1: we did it we did yes, it everyone. of course
0: because it's it's omega trying to come back into the real world and takes over but, yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah and it's yeah mo- yeah the kentacombs all right anyway anyhow now let's talk about our characters shall we? yes uh the doctor 500 and f- or, i'm sorry 756 years old at this point yeah um, and, a, and
0: a reluctant hero this doctor he, yes, very he, much. he he's like no, I I no, I don't want to do this. You, you want to have somebody else do this. He, yes, and John Hammond is like no, we we found that blood and the mosquito. And you have to do this.
1: <laughs> um, I did love um him calling K nine a very sensitive machine when he mm-hmm. goes. Me and K nine will just do it, <laughs> and he's like no. And he's like hey man, bring it down a bit. Um, I also love the we come from a north line, which is just yes. like. Apparently, a staple of the Doctor.
0: Apparently, yeah. Every I mean, planet
1: has a North.
0: Um, I love when uh, he reacts to Romana having altered the console to insert the uh, the Sonic Screwdriver toy piece And he goes, yes. you put a hole in my darness.
1: Yes, yes. Very <laughs> not very not uh, pleased with that. Um, I mean, for Romana, I, I liked the the character growth we got. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, first first reactions, bit of a know-it-all, bit of a topper, trying to top the doctor. I mean, maybe trying to prove that uh, she is his equal. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the best way of going about it, but I mean, you know, they worked very well towards. I mean, it took them pretty. It was not that long, honestly.
0: <laughs> no, and and I think we have to. I think we have to admit and accept and appreciate that arresting Romana face is a thing.
1: Yes, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I mean, we talked about Garen and Unstoff a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved these guys. They were great. Um, and Yeah,
0: I, I really thought that I recognized Garen from some other show, but I, I looked up his IMDB page and... I think the only thing I really would recognize him from is this, although maybe I saw him on like like a uh, Poirot mystery or an Inspector Morse or something. Maybe. But he really, like, I'm sitting here watching him, like, I've seen this guy in something, and I just, it, nothing jumped out. I mean, he's done a bunch of stuff, but nothing jumped out
1: of me. Yeah. Um, uh, graph. He just reminded yeah. me of a, a whiny little kid.
0: Yeah, but not as bad as, like, the dude in Snake
1: Dance. Oh no, absolutely. He not. was
0: super whiny. Yes, he know? was. He
1: kind of reminded me of um I mean, he uh, yeah, reminded me of a child king and uh scola- um oh my goodness. Oh, oh my shellac. shellac, thank you. Holy boy. I don't know what happened there. Um, he was like, no, sir. It was kind of like that kind yeah, of relationship. Yeah,
0: I, I I can see that. Um and it's it's very clear that uh, he and Shellac are are close. Not oh yeah, necessarily in that way. Although if it is, hey, you know, I'm not going to judge. But um, you know, I, I just with Graf, I love it. It's, it's he's basically like, why raise an army when we can buy one? Yes, basically. You know, he's 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 got wealth. He's used to wealth. Um, he's basically been betrayed. Um, but what there's two things that he does that just are like over the top and I, I I'm kind of blown away by it, and I kind of love it all at the same time. It's like, I think it's the very end of episode two, and he literally, I swear, he breaks the fourth wall. He is looking at the camera and goes, no one makes a fool of the graph Vindicate and lives. Real <laughs> I didn't see him look at the oh camera. Oh my gosh, no. I mean, it, it. literally, it's a close-up of him and the way that he is turned. He's like turned toward the camera. He literally looks like he is looking at the audience. To say this, so I'm calling it, I'm saying he's breaking the fourth wall by doing this, although I jokingly call him the Graf Vindaloo, which is, you know, a type of curry. <laughs> um, but man, when 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 Shulak, when Shulak dies, he goes off the deep end.
1: Oh, yes, he does.
0: Like, he just loses
1: it. He goes mad at the end, basically. <laughs>
0: Completely. And it's so much fun to watch.
1: Oh, yeah. I believe, um, shellac says my guts are flat,
0: which is unfortunate. You don't really want
1: flat. <laughs> no, but I was like, oh, no, <laughs> oh no. Um, I, I want to talk about the captain. Um, the guy okay. who was wearing all black just because, I mean, that dude was such a ham. He was, he was, uh, you know, I using did. his screen time very <laughs> to the fullest. Yes. It was amazing. <laughs>
0: No, that's very, very good. It's, I mean, in an understated story, this is an underappreciated role.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Um,
0: <laughs> and K
1: nine, K nine. I really don't have any notes about K nine.
0: Uh, not a lot, other than yeah, I love K nine. And then where's K nine? Why haven't we seen K nine? How long until somebody builds an Alexa housing that looks like K nine? Yeah, <laughs> that's Ooh. literally the entirety of my notes for K nine. I would love that. I would, except for the fact that I just don't trust Alexa and I don't trust Google Home. But
1: oh, very true.
0: That's paranoid me.
1: Fair enough. Anyway, now (laughs) Taylor, I'm looking at your notes here, and um, conspicuous by his absence is Binro.
0: I do have a note for Binro.
1: Um,
0: I in my miscellaneous.
1: Oh, is it in the miscellaneous? It is. I have a whole section for him because I aren't you fan? I really liked this character and you know what happens when you really like a character they, they have to die. So mm-hmm. that's great. But I I loved this dude. Um I loved his friendship with Unstoff, I thought I thought that was great. Um It was
0: it was very surprising. It was it was unexpected in the story to get this one extra character. Um and, and again, really well fleshed out. He's like he's like a homeless Copernicus or Galileo or whichever one was like I know science yeah. I've been
1: shunned. <laughs> it's um it it was great he hides on stuff at the end and I'm like hey this guy's pretty smart he's doing because it, it from the from the sound of it um rebos is a uh, a Rebos, sorry is a it sounds kind of like a primitive planet to a point mm-hmm. where they don't believe there's any other thing any other planets or anything out there it's just them and this dude's like no i'm you know i did the measurements (laughs) basically yeah um and he talks about the sun time and the ice time and i just kind of want to call winter ice time now
0: (laughs) that works for me
1: um yeah and there's just there's that really great scene like probably my favorite scene of the entire uh story where Binro's like, all right, well, I'll go I'll go find your friend. And he's like, Why would you do that? Like you might die. Yeah. And he get and he tells him why. And he's like, Because you believed in me and nobody else really believed in me. I wish I had the line. It was such a good line to end uh his little speech with. Um and it was just such a good such a good moment for those two characters, and especially for you know, for Binro, it was great. Mm-hmm. Um and also I think I, I didn't see them anywhere. I think we need to make a Binro was right shirt.
0: Um, I, I fully support that. I think we have I think now between the past you know six or so episodes plus you and me, uh, we've got like three different shirt designs that we just kind of need to make happen. Yeah, or
1: I mean Binro was right is a good. You should throw that in the uh, Gallifrey uh. Gallifrey. Oh, winner. in the ribbon. In the yes. ribbon. I need to
0: start a ribbon
1: yeah. ideas
0: list. Yes, I will do that. Thank you. Yeah,
1: throw that in there. Binro was right. Yes. Good stuff. Um.
0: That's, that's going to be an obscure one. Yeah, and of course. Anybody, he, anybody who gets that is going to be awesome.
1: Yeah, and of course <laughs> yeah. he, he has to die. He is murdered, which is sad. Um, yeah. But I really enjoyed this character. Um. Yeah, good stuff.
0: Yeah, no, he 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 was great. He was an unexpected surprise. Yeah, and and just really, really warm and really likable.
1: Yeah, um, and I I don't have any um, I have no miscellaneous notes.
0: Um, I've got some. So this is um, all you. This is all me. Well, I I it was nice to see the sonic not be an instantaneous fix. Yes. For things, at one point, the doctor is under. The um, display case that has all the crown jewels and he's trying to work his way through something and it's taking a while. I want to see more of that. If you're going to use the Sonic, don't make an instantaneous fix. Definitely don't make it something that you could just do with your hands. Please, God, chill. Um, <laughs> sorry, I guess I still have feelings about that. You know, um, you know and let it happen. make it take some time to work. Um, yeah. however, speaking of that crown jewels room, you would think that some sort of futuristic earth colony, um, and I will go on record of saying that this is probably earth colony since Garen tried to sell the Sydney Harbor bridge to someone or the entire Harbor. Yes. Bridge, um, would have CCTV in there. Yeah, you would think so. You think you'd have some security cameras in there, not just a, a dragonish looking guy in a suit.
1: Yeah, you would think so.
0: Um. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> little, little, little story hole, in an otherwise, fantastic. Yes, uh, story.
1: Absolutely.
0: Although that captain, at, at one point, and again, this is the whole thing with the north. I think he. I think at one point he shouts, "You're not from the north. What are you?" Oh I'm yeah, impatient, impatient captain. That's what you are. <laughs> oh man. Um, he really does. He hands it so well.
1: he does he really does um what do you think on the uh behind didn't we add another
0: scale uh we had the Duggan scale and then we Uh, had had
1: another one for screams didn't we
0: uh for screams yes i don't think we really gave it much of a name
1: we didn't give it a name what would you give just before we get to the behind the couch scale what would you give these random screams that the seeker is just giving us?
0: Ooh, ooh. Um, well, it's funny we kind of came up with the uh, the uh, the scream scale, which will have a better name than the scream scale because I mean you're expecting Ned Campbell when I say that. <laughs> um, um, I'm 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 thinking screams of horror, and, and these aren't screams of horror, but they are really impressive screams. Oh yeah, um, I'm going to give them an eight and a half.
1: You know, I will go right right with you on that. Eight and a half sounds good to me. They were um, very jarring.
0: They were that.
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, jeez, what's happening?
0: They, they put a little horror in my mind.
1: Yes, they did. Absolutely. <laughs> now, um, let's head on over to the behind the couch scale.
0: That's right. Behind the couch scale, full of dust bunnies and lost quarters. Uh, because <laughs> we're behind the couch. Not the under the couch scale. That's. That's even messier. Yes. I need to vacuum more. Anyway, (laughs) I honestly, I don't think at least my kids would find this episode even remotely scary.
1: Okay. Um,
0: I I think the monster would give them a laugh because it's very obviously a guy in a suit. Yes. Um, I, I I don't think they, they bat an eye at, I think they think it's really kind of hilarious, especially when you run it through the catacombs. Yeah. Um, um, I think even though, like, you and I find the pacing of this episode really good, mm-hmm. um, I, I think about what they're used to, you know, they're used to watching cartoons, right, uh, which are a bit more higher paced even uh, than a well paced Doctor Who story. <laughs> um, so I, I think they would find it slow at points. I mean, you know, we're, 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 we've got people talking about, um, you know, how they were wronged on their home planet and, and, and how they're, you know philosophizing about con games and stuff. And and a seven and eight year old are just gonna be like, what? I don't care.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Where's, where where's the where's the tin dog again? You know? <laughs>
1: yeah, where is the
0: tin dog? I I, yeah, I think they would love can I think they would they'd probably I think parents would probably be like, I'm gonna make my own can out of cardboard.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. So I think that about does it for us. But uh, before we get out of here, Taylor, it was your turn for next time. So if you would like to let the people know what we're going to be watching next time.
0: Well, next time we want you to go, after listening to this, go back and find um, our review of the Pirate Planet. Uh, which I will put in the show notes, notes, um, or notlg.com slash podcastica, and then there's all our episodes. Um, And after that, so in two weeks' time, you'll have listened to two episodes of ours, and we're going to review The Stones of Blood.
1: Yes, The Stones of Blood.
0: Part three of the Key to Time series.
1: Very interesting. That should be... um... I'm excited too that we just went eh, forget it, and just we're going to do the whole thing. You um, know, it's
0: it's been a while since we kind of glommed onto one thing. You know, we did all the firsts, we did almost all the lasts, uh, we did you know one from each doctor, and now we're doing key to time.
1: Yeah, we're just uh doing the little series runs here now. That's right. Just uh, we we can uh, let's see, let me pull up uh, Podcastica episodes. We can officially, uh, what what color was I using? Green? Uh, yep. we can green out another series soon.
0: Yeah, that's right. We will, because this, this will get us through this whole season. Yeah. Uh, it will change, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. That's right. Fantastic. All right, so uh, until then, you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search The Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JPThrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter. At Bluebox UFO. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica, rate and review us as well. Uh, also, head on over to SoundCloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. We were talking about that shirt that we yes. might make. So you might as well head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com, See if you can find uh, something else that is uh, a little insidey joke on there that you <laughs> might enjoy. Or buy a mug. We got yeah. some, we got some cool cover art. You should definitely uh, purchase a shirt or a mug or anything from uh Patreon.com/slash notlg. We're gonna start doing uh, we're gonna start doing a new little thing. It's called tribute to those who who gave to us monetarily. <laughs> for,
0: for those about to Patreon us, we salute you. Yes,
1: we do salute you.
0: Yeah, we, we wanna, I, we're we want going to be doing this on If Memory Serves as well. We just recorded an episode on Star Wars. That's going to drop at the beginning of June. Um, and so, yeah, we want to shout you out if you help us out on Patreon, because we appreciate it. Um, so, uh, John, you shot me a list. Shall I do some shouting? Yes, do some shouting. All right, so we want to shout out the following folks for for helping us out on Patreon. We really appreciate it. Um, and, and John, remind me, am I going by the, the first one you sent me or the second one?
1: Um, You would want to go by the second one I sent you.
0: Okay, okay. Just double checking because they were like back to back, and I'm like, uh, 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 My bad. The second one. Gotcha. So we want to shout out Jeanette. We want to shout out Chris. We want to shout out Mike. And we want to shout out Calvin. Yes. Help us out on Patreon. We appreciate it so much. That we do it helps us do what we do and keep doing what we love doing so if you are in a position to help us out please throw a little bit our way and i swear we will come up with stuff to eventually throw back at you in a good way yes soft toss to you this this uh i know we talked about starting at the beginning of the year i think we hit some life yeah there's
1: a lot of stuff going on because, guys
0: you know hey we we're, we're working on it
1: we're we are definitely working on it and uh some other people that are working on some things are the, Y axes. Indeed. Uh, check them out on Twitter, twitter.com slash the Y axes, facebook.com slash the Y axes, the Y axes dot Bandcamp dot com. And they, like us, are on the Spotify. And I also, I believe this was, what day was this that I just received? I think I mentioned this the last time I recorded. Um, the Y axis, they just released moon and you can check that out on uh the y-axis.bandcamp.com. so go check out that new release they they are great they've always supported us so let us support them as well so join us again next time for episode 158 the stones of blood and we will talk to you guys then see ya see ya all planet oriented stories for Tom I Baker. I
0: have to wonder what stones of blood and are. It's about a a stone planet, I don't know. <laughs>